Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Which I, I, Brady's poor play or Brady's poor play? Oh my okay, god. Okay. It's, it's it's not just the line. It's all of y'all. Y'all are y'all are y'all are uh dumpster juice right now. It's 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 cr you should not be losing to the Steelers. Nice. Play the work sports. sports. Yo, 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 welcome world, welcome, another episode, late to sports, ah, late to work, sports, oh boy, I need more sleep, hey, uh, <laughs> hey Vince, <laughs> welcome to another episode, man, um, it's, it's, ah, it's, it's going good, man, I, I'm loving the way everything's going together, we got some great stuff today, all over the place. MLB's kicking, uh, NBA's kicking, NHL's kicking, NFL's kicking, college is kicking. I'm sure cricket's kicking, but I don't follow that sport. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on right now, man. Yeah, it is. It is, man. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm very excited. It's it's like I kind of like how we kicked this this podcast off from from day one, and now we're kind of like it's getting it's getting busy. It's getting busy right now. It's, what it's, a time is... to be alive. Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all I can say, man. I got no other way to say it. So I'm watching my Padres play right now. So hey people, I'm I'm Against sacrificing. My I'm sacrificing, yeah, we're sacrificing our time to watch these teams play. So be yes. happy. And just so everybody knows, Phillies are his second favorite team. Yankees are his top, so it's okay yes. if the Phillies lose. He likes the Cinderella store story, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with the Phillies losing. Um, it, they have completed the task that I needed for them to complete this year. Well, so we're good. Burn his tongue on soups. That's all I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's roll right into it, then, huh? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. So, hey, before we get going, real quick, Vince, I didn't tell you we were going to do this. Who wins the Don't. NBA games tonight? Oh, Quickly. God. Why did you do this to me, Celtics? Yep. Celtics and Warriors. Okay, that's what I got picked too. I yep. haven't looked at the scores since. Uh, Celtics are winning right now. Okay, that was the last time I looked at the score. Thirty-five, thirty-five. I was like, oh man. So that's who I got too. So all right, well let's roll on forward then. Um, well, I guess Vince will go ahead and, and start with the uh, segment that we kicked last week that I've got a lot of good feedback about. People really seem to like it, and that's our uh, that's our take five. So, we'll go ahead, Vince, we'll roll in that recap real quick, and then I know you got some topics you are just waiting to talk about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and take that uh, that brief take five, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get back with you in a minute. The Washington Commanders go to Soldiers Field to play the Chicago Bears on Thursday Night Football. Rough game to watch. The Bears had almost double the total yards that Washington had. They rushed for 238, but had two turnovers. After some key drops by the Bear wide receivers, Washington escapes with a win 12-7. The 49ers fly from San Francisco to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. The Falcons came to play. On a day where Marcus Mariota was near perfect throwing 13-14 of 14 
for two touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. The 49ers weren't able to get it done with three turnovers. Falcons win 28-14. The New England Patriots go to Cleveland to take on the Browns, and for the second week, the Pats bury their opponents. Zeppi seems to be able to do what Jones cannot, and that is win games. 309 passing yards and two touchdowns to go with three rushing touchdowns from his team, and the Pats cruise to a 38-15 win. The New York Jets head to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers, even on total yards at 278, but not on the scoreboard. The Jets special teams block a punt and scoop and score. Add that with two rushing touchdowns and a couple of field goals, and the Jets win for the first time in Green Bay since 2006, 27-10. The Jacksonville Jaguars head to play the Colts in Indy. This was a high-scoring affair, over 800 yards of total offense. Matt Ryan found some spark and went off. 389 passing yards, three touchdowns. Colts win 34-27. The Minnesota Vikings head to the south to take on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are still without Tua. Tyreek bounced back with 177 yards on 12 receptions, but overall a sloppy game by Miami. 10 penalties and three turnovers later, the Vikings win 24-16. The Cincinnati Bengals head to NOLA to take on the Saints. The Bengals passing versus the Saints rushing, this game was close. The Saints just could not hold the Bengals down, allowing Burroughs to throw for three touchdowns and rush for another one. After allowing nine points in the final four minutes, the Saints fall to the Bengals 30-26. The Baltimore Ravens and the New York Giants go head-to-head -head in New York. The Giants continue to find ways to get it done. Two touchdowns by Danny Dimes, one touchdown by Barkley, and once again, Lamar struggles to get it done with his arm. When they need him to perform, he throws a pick, and then the very next drive fumbles to seal the deal. The Giants win 24-20 and advance to 5-1 on the season. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Kenny Pickett got the start and does well before an injury sidelines him and brings Mitch Trubisky back out. Before half, Tom Brady was visibly upset, yelling at his O-line and getting in their face. After getting down two points, the Bucks go for the two-point conversion tie of the game and don't make it and lose 20-18 to to the Steelers. The Carolina Panthers head to LA and take on the Rams. The lack of offense is shining bright for the Panthers with only 203 yards total offense. Three points scored by the offense, the other seven by the defense. It's not gonna get it done. The Carolina Panthers again struggle to beat the defending champs. Rams win 24 to 10. The Arizona Cardinals go to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Kenneth Walker steps in for an injured penny and all he does is rush for 97 yards and a touchdown. Murray lit it up offensively, throwing for over 220 yards and rushing for 100 yards. But with the lack of touchdowns by the offense and two turnovers by Kyler, the Seahawks go to three and three with a win against the Arizona Cardinals, 19 to nine. The Buffalo Bills traveled to Arrowhead for a playoff rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs. This game was everything we expected. Both quarterbacks threw for over 300 yards apiece. On a drive that was to take the lead, Mahomes throws a pick to seal the deal. Bills win 24-20. Cowboys and Eagles on Sunday night in Philly. Eagles go up 20-0 in the second and go into half up 20-3. The Cowboys would come back and close the gap 17-20, to 20, 
but Cooper Rush experiment is over in Dallas. He threw three interceptions and the Eagles remain undefeated at 6-0, 26-17. Monday night primetime for a third time the Broncos headline, this time leaving Denver and heading to LA to play the Chargers. With both teams struggling, this one will produce less than 600 yards total offense combined. History will repeat itself and Denver would go into overtime for the second week and lose against the Chargers 19-16. All right, now that we're done with that, and we've ran through all those and uh, gave everybody the, their week in the NFL in under five minutes, Vince, what do you want to talk about first? I, I would like to talk about what I, wa I was going to do was Baltimore, but we're going to leave them for uh, for a little bit back in the um, back in the rear here. Okay. I want to talk about how the media has talked about Brady yelling at his teammates during the game. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I don't want to go into specifics about what he said because there are explicits that are um, in detail to what he said to his offensive line. Yep. But I believe that everything that he said was true. And the, and the part that kind of upset me about the media is that there is there is saying, well, if another quarterback did this, then they would get ridiculed for this or whatever. And I don't think they that they should. The Bucks' I, offensive line played like crap. I definitely think they would get ridiculed if it was another team. And I definitely don't think they should. Yeah, they should. I do agree, I do agree with both of those. However, I disagree a little bit, and I'll get to that in a minute. I'll let you finish your segment. Okay. So, so now this is I'm gonna I'm, I'm put into account this. Brady should yell at his offensive line if he's the leader of the team. This does not excuse your poor play. Mm -hmm. Which I, Brady's I, poor play or Brady's poor play? Oh my okay, God! Okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's it's not just the line. It's all of y'all. Y'all are y'all are. Y'all are uh, dumpster juice right now. It's 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 cr you should not be losing to the Steelers. Not, they, don't, not even, when, they don't even know who their starting Patriots, quarterback is. The Patriots shut them out the week before. Yeah, shut you know, them out. Yes, this, there's no this, excuse. There's no excuse. So this is why I had such an issue with people trying to put the Buccaneers after they barely escaped on some bogus calls that kept that gave them the win. Not saying they wouldn't have won but gave him the win against the Falcons, still putting the, the Buccaneers in the top five teams in the NFL right now. Okay. And that's why I had an issue with it. Like, how? You, you said the Falcons are – they were ranking the Falcons at like 26th. Well, you, you're putting this team in the top five? You ready for this one? You're what shady? You yeah, yeah, what you got? I truly believe that mm -hmm. the Falcons are the best team – in that division, mm -hmm. and there is no, there's nobody close to them. And That's the reason bold, why I say that is because Jameis, yep. it is a bold take. I don't think the Bucks are number two. I think the Saints are. Wow. If Jameis Winston was not hurt, mm -hmm. I think they'd be a, they'd be better off. I'm I do tell think you that the deciding deciding teams is between the Falcons and the, and the Saints. Brady. Should have stayed home and took care of his kids. Been a father. Sorry. And be a father. Sorry. That's all I'm going to say. Couldn't help it. It's a twitch. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Go. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I. That's a bold take. I definitely think the Falcons are a lot better than uh, than they thought they were. 
or then everybody, you know, put him out there. Hey, uh, what was it? Um, hang on, I I got the I got the uh the graphic right here because I remember when I seen it come out, I was so irate, and uh, I want to make sure that I yell at the right person here. Okay, um, I think this was, oh, of course, I saved the picture and it doesn't say who it was who it was from, but I want to say it was like U.S. Today sports or whatever it is okay. i want to say they came out with the graphic and they had the falcons being the worst team in the league going two and 15. sheesh all i want to say is you people are idiots you are idiots i also want to say for the people that i've seen because i read some other stuff the people that projected the falcons having the worst defense in the league because they said their offense is going to be so horrendous, they're going to put the defense on the on the field a lot more. Well, first off, the Falcons have one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL right now. They are rushing with no-name running backs because Cordell Patterson is injured. They're out there making it happen with, with a group of players that aren't household names. They're not household names, man. These people are making it happen. So that's all I want to say with that. And we'll, we'll, we'll kind of get off that little rabbit hole there. But that uh, that really bothered me, man. That really, really bothered me when they put that out there. That, that they, just, they, just, they just crapped all over the Falcons, right, and, and didn't Absolutely. give these boys any help. These boys are not household names, but they're a group of people that don't, don't necessarily like to win, but they don't like to lose. And that's yep. the thing. We've been in every game, and we've lost every game that we've lost. We're three and three. Every game we've lost has been by less than a touchdown. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, absolutely. but I back to the Brady thing. I, I do believe that you, as the leader of the team, it is your responsibility to fire up and call them out when they're on their BS. Here's what I don't like with Brady. Um. Brady is continuing to throw temper tantrums um, he, and, and act a fool on the sideline. This, if this was like a one-time thing here and there, it would be one thing. But this is not. Brady's continually doing stuff like this every week, bro. Every week. He's throwing tablets. He's breaking them. He's doing this. He's doing that. This is where I start growing an issue with it, and it starts to kind of bother me because it's like, this isn't a one-time thing with you, Brady. This mm. is happening all the time. You're having explosions every game on the sidelines, and that's where I have an issue. Okay, so so, how old is Brady? Like, what, 42? 45, 46 on my ass. Okay, okay. This man is going through a midlife crisis, okay? Show this man some grace. Just a little bit of grace. Come on now. You you know good and well that man going through a lot. He about to lose half his house. He about to lose half his tire on his car. He about to lose everything, man. But it's self-inflicted. And since we're on the Brady topic, I want to bring this up. And I'm not going to dabble too too deep into this, right? I think uh, I, I know where he was trying to go with this. But um, it's one of them things. For instance, Skip Bailey just did it, I think it was, who said uh, when Cameron Bright got taken off with his second concussion and carted off, Skip Bailey tweeted, you know, basically that he was going off, and then it said, Brady, 
uh, and said, hey, Gronk, you, your boy Tommy needs you, right? And everybody was like, it was tasteless, blah, blah, blah. I knew what he was, mean, was meaning, but yes, it was tasteless, and it was not the right time to say it, maybe not the right thing to say at all, whatever you want to look at, right? Brady just came out and compared an NFL season to a military person being deployed. Now, being that I'm military, I am biased. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right off the rip. I am biased. But I don't like you who makes millions of dollars a year, right? Millions of dollars a year playing a game. It's a game. We grew up playing this game. You're getting paid millions of dollars to do it. And you compare what you do. Yes, it is a job, but it's fun. And it comes with a lot of benefits. You compare that to somebody that signed up to go put their life on the line and defend the country that allows you to do that. You compare what you do to them. And like I said, I know he was trying to say, well, it's kind of like you know being deployable. He, he didn't mean all aspects, but it's tasteless, bro. It's tasteless. Don't compare what you do to what military people do. And I've never deployed. I've volunteered uh, once. Actually, I volunteered twice and was slated for once. three times. Yeah, I was <laughs> slated for one, broke my ankle, couldn't go, and then I volunteered twice. And, you know, hey, whatever reason, you want to believe in higher power, whatever you want to do, I do. I believe that it was a reason that I didn't go. You know what I mean? God had other plans in store for me, right? Hey, it is what it is. But I've had friends, very close friends. I've had people that I've trained go over there and not come home. So for you to compare yourself to them and what they do, I don't take that lightly. I feel it's very disrespectful, and I don't I don't like it whatsoever. So I'm not going to go any more into that because I can get very heated with this subject because you know how I feel about service members and the sacrifice we have to do, you know what I mean, to, to be that. So it's not a good taste, not a good feeling, whatever you want to look at it. So... I ain't got nothing else to say about it. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. You can talk yeah. to a little piece, but I got nothing else to say on my side. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think your opinion is biased. I think it's that you actually love the story. So, um, for me, you know how I feel about my military experience, but that does not like. It, it's kind of like how. All right, let's put it in this way here. It's a love hate relationship. We we talk about the Air Force, or we talk about the Coast Guard, the Puddle Pirates. Or we talk about the squids, right? Mm-hmm. But we talk about them because we've gone through something either the same or similar to get to where we've been at, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We can Tom relate. Brady hasn't. Tom, Tom Brady hasn't done that. So no. at, at that point, shut your mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. oh, well, well, you you're talking about them. That's different because we have gone through the same thing. You have not gone through what we have gone through. What was we it? Are what not was, the uh, same. was it? What, what what did Drake say? He said you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. That's it, right? Yeah, there. you you were not you were not with me shooting in the gym. So so you cannot relate to me, uh, relate to anyone. You you you're like like me personally, just like you said that you knew people that trained and went over and didn't come back. I knew guys that trained and went over and came back with one less limb. So right. I don't understand how you can equate that. What what someone goes through to go to. A deployment and, and equate that to your NFL season. It's not the same. It never will be the same. Shut your mouth. Even if you recant your statement right now, I don't respect you. No. Uh, the fact that you ever thought I was okay just shows how out of touch of reality you are. So, 
Hey, let's roll in out of that one then. Um, yes, sir. Let's roll into uh, – we already kind of talked about the Falcons, and, and I was just going to talk about that, so we ain't need to talk about that. Go Dirty Birds. Hey, they're doing good. Uh, it's going to be uh, two NFC teams in the Super Bowl this year, Falcons and Eagles. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers, man. Uh, I don't want to dig too deep in this or sit too much, but golly, man, what a dumpster fire this is. So Understatement. Oh, yeah. So, first off, Carolina's shopping CMC around, right? And Bad um, They want an arm leg. They want multiple first-round picks. They're not going to get it. This dude can't stay healthy. Yes, he is a great talent. You know what he is? He's a Julio Jones. Great talent, can't stay healthy. You're not going to get it, bro. You're never going to get it. Oh, so, Lord. I mean, let's oh. be honest. Is, oh. he, is, he, is, he, is he in his position? Is he performing like Julio Jones did? I mean, you ready for this one here, Jonathan? What you got? I equate CMC's career to Reggie Bush. They're both injury prone. I, yeah. I equate. Yeah, I can. I can. I. I. I think. They're I think not, CMC not, was a little bit more explosive I, than Reggie. Yeah, I think. I think CMC was better than him. Obviously, yeah. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's not even confuse right. that there. But, but yeah, same. Same logic. Same concept. Like I said, just yes. like a. Just like a, a. A. A Julio Jones can win the game if he's on the field. Yep. Yep. And I. I equate both of the. I feel like, and I, and, and I, like I said, I think, or like we both agreed on, I think that. CMC is obviously the better player of the two, but <laughs> if he does not figure out a way to stay healthy, he is going to end up on the same path as Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think they're they're not going to get multiple first round picks. They're not going to get, get that man is get that man his Heisman back. Yeah, that man earned that. I, that yeah, junk that junk makes me mad. I was telling my wife about it the other day. How you take Reggie Bush Heisman away because he took money, but yet we have all these other you know stuff that has come out around people. Not necessarily mm-hmm. for Heisman, but other things. That him taking money didn't affect his gameplay, man. And nope, I it didn't get affect it, it, it the, the university it. or anything. Yeah, I get it. It tarnished it. Whatever. Blah blah. blah. Okay, uh, give me stuff back, man. Give back. <laughs> I feel you though. I feel you. But uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're not gonna get it, man. They're gonna get, they'd be lucky to get one first round pick, to be honest with you, because he can't stay healthy. No, so, he, he can't. He can't. So, so how do you feel about Mister uh, Mister Anderson? And his one answers. word, one word, scum. I, okay. uh, I I I did not know. I, I so I know who Robbie Anderson was when he played with the Jets and stuff. What I did not know until I started looking into this guy is how big of a piece of crap this dude really is. Um, I knew he had issues in in New York with the Jets, right? I knew that he went to Carolina. I knew he had issues with Baker Mayfield, had some comments, whatever. That guy wasn't on your team. But there is stuff like, bro, you're not a star receiver. You don't really have a whole lot of say-so in the team. You probably shouldn't be saying those stuff. You know what I mean? Just keep mm-hmm. your mouth shut and play. And um, and then obviously he gets there. Now he's getting in his coach's face. He gets kicked off the sideline. He's traded the next day, right? Uh, and this isn't the first time he's had antics where he's got into a teammate's face, coach's face, stuff like that. I started looking up some stuff. And he's had heated arguments on the sideline before. 
Well, what I did not realize was, do you know this man has been arrested multiple times and has faced multiple felonies um, for different things? But uh, the one that really struck me, which shows a man's character to me, was he was pulled over by a police officer for going, I think it said 105 and a 45. So, again, we have same old story, NFL player thinking they can just speed and do whatever they want. I've never drove that fast before on the road. I, I, I have gone over 100 on 95 before, but never in a 45. Back. Yeah, never in a 45. Like I've I've done 95 on 95 before. I've I've actually drove fast enough to where I've I've called the friend that was in front of me and told me that if I was getting pulled over, if the cops were behind me, I wasn't stopping until I got home. <laughs> but I have never done 145 in a 45. No, no, no. He did 105 and a 45. Oh, 105. Oh. But still. It's still, I mean, it's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's 45, which means it's an area that you shouldn't be going that fast. You have in. no business driving that fast, bro. So, once he gets pulled over, he ends up getting like nine different charges. And he ended up getting, I don't remember what the charge was called off the top of my head. Let me see. I got it right here. Um, He got charged. Well, so he was fine with speeding. And he made a, he threatened to sexually assault the officer's wife. Did now, he go to jail? Uh, Yeah, he did go to jail. I did see his mugshot. No, 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 wait. He went to jail that same incident, right? You're telling me he went to jail that same incident. Correct, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's, okay. As, uh, as long as he went to jail, because I was so, about to question the, the police discretion in that in that sense, they're like, how much more do I have to take from you before I'm giving you multiple chances to shut up? Yeah. I think he was arrested that night, but I think he ultimately got away. I don't know. It says right here, although he avoided jail time in the case, he was fined. But, yes, he, he threatened to sexually assault the officer's wife. And I'll let you go look it up for yourself if you want to see what he said. It was some graphic stuff um, and way out of line for you to say to another man about his wife. Way yeah. out of line. So that shows your 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 demeanor and who you are as a person right there. The fact that you would say that shows who you are. Well, there's another incident. He was he got into it at a club. And I forgot about this one until I just looked up what I had here. He got into an uh, incident in the club and got into it with security and everything. And, well, the police officer basically told him to calm down and, and stuff like that and uh, told him to sit on the ground. And he said, no, I'm not going to, basically. Um, they got into an altercation, and it says uh, Anderson tensed his body and pushed the officer. Anderson was redirected to the ground and continued to fight with police and security. We know what redirected means, but mm -hmm. hey. Uh, well, they put him on his behind. Hey, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Um, he was arrested for felony resisting arrest with violence and misdemeanor obstruction of a police officer. I don't know if this case is still ongoing. Um, I don't remember when it said, but this dude has a history of just being a piece of trash. And here's where I have an issue with it, right? Here's where here's where the whole issue arises. Not really with him, but he just got traded to Arizona, the Cardinals. The Cardinals already have issues kind of going on in their locker room and with their quarterback and all this. Stuff. I don't think that's a good move at all. But you know, I mean, it's 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 horrible. You got you got Hopkins coming back. AJ Green can't stay on the field. What Holy is Robert Anderson really going to bring to the table? 
heartache. He is not a good enough receiver to be worth his antics. Antics. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, he's going to bring nothing good to the table, I don't think. I mean, this 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 just brings up one thing here, if we're going to talk about it, my guy. We, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Sean Jackson just got signed by the Baltimore Ravens. I love Deshaun Jackson. He just got signed by the Baltimore Ravens. You're telling me the Cardinals did not reach out to him? I understand he's 35 years old. But this is going to be a little bit outlandish here, maybe a hot take or whatever. I think Terrell Owens, at his age right now, could benefit more for a team than Mr. Anderson can. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Do you know that while Deshaun Watson was on the field, while he played throughout his whole career, nobody had more receiving yards per reception than him? Talking about Mr. Jackson or Watson? I said Deshaun Jackson, didn't I? You said Watson. My bad, bro. <laughs> My bad. Hey, for everybody out there, I'm watching the baseball game, too. I'm over here multitasking. My bad. Nah, Deshaun like, Jackson. What? Deshaun Jackson. Different Deshaun. The better one. Um, Deshaun Jackson had more receiving yards per reception than any other wide receiver during his time. Nobody else, bro. Over, I think it was over, I put the criteria up to like 200 receptions or something like that. Yeah. Um, Because obviously you need a body of work, right? You catch mm-hmm. one pass and you go all the way, but now you have more. You like I need a body of work. Yeah, you, you know, if you wouldn't throw so, out all them interceptions, you'd be bald. That's right. So, yeah, I don't think it's a good move. I don't, I, 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 I don't. I don't understand how you how you let Deshaun Jackson slide through there, man. Like it's it's just. It's and he just, said he would come back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now maybe absolutely. He, maybe maybe they did reach out to him and he was like, absolutely not. Not that dumpster fire. Yeah. Oh oh oh, Jonathan. One more thing. I'm sorry. I forgot. We just What's we just we hit those wickets there because that was that's what I wanted to talk about about the Ravens. I believe the Eagles are legit, officially. I do too. I do too. I, I, I believe they're. They almost legit. they almost scared me trying to lose to a third string, or not a third string, but uh, allowing Cooper Rush to almost bring him back on there. Had Cooper yes. Rush not thrown that interceptions, bro, I think it would have been a different game. But you know, what is it? What's the what's the saying? Not the graphic one. It's the other one. If we have a, if whatever was whatever, then we have something to eat. That type thing. Oh, if if was if 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 ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk. That works, too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Well, hey, if my Falcons would have thrown the ball instead of running in the Super Bowl, we'd be Super Bowl champions that year. Absolutely. There's I mean, it's, always what ifs. You but, know, you know and, and you also hear the notion that they said if Dak Prescott was playing that game, it'd be a different story. You may be right, but he wasn't. Yep, you may be right, but he wasn't. And, and, and now this is the problem with the Cowboys because they couldn't really afford to lose this game. Have you seen the Eagles – Schedule the rest of the year. I remember you saying it was easy. It is easier. Pro- yeah, it is easier than their first their first six. So I think I, me honestly, I think the Eagles are probably going to go maybe thirteen and four. I yeah, I don't. 13, I don't I think, think they win out. I don't think they win out. That's Mm-mm. very very no, hard to do. No, no, no. But 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 the Eagles have essentially two games up on them. They have the head-to-head, and then I believe – no, I'm sorry. They have two games up on the Vikings. I'm sorry. Excuse me. They have two games up on the Vikings, which is in second place right now. 
Um, even though the Vikings have only lost one game, they lost that game to the Eagles. The Eagles are six and zero now. They are five and one. Basically, the Eagles will have to lose two games for the Vikings to get the number one seed. So, and 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 the Cowboys. I don't think the Vikings are legit, though. I don't think they're legit either. I think that's probably gonna. I think they're gonna win the division. I will say that. Yeah. I think they'll win the division, but the Bears. Um, as far as. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is, but I do Duh think... Bears. <laughs> yeah, I know, you know, but I, I think that the Cowboys at best get the number two, or, or, or not number two, but they'll be second place in the division, but I really feel like they're going to be third. The Giants are coming. They're coming. Well, they're getting better. They're getting better. We'll see how Danny Dimes and them plays out. I don't think I'm not sold on Danny Dimes. Sorry. Right, whole time I didn't say I was sold on him. Now, God, I just said they, the Phillies just got another home run. The, Phillies yeah. up two nothing. Yeah. Oh well, that sucks. Whatever. It's still we still we're only in the top of the six. So time yeah. isn't running out, but it's not run out yet. So yeah, whatever. And the Celtics are up still. All right. What uh? Did you see what Stefan Diggs said about the NFL? No, I didn't. I didn't see about that one. Can you enlighten me on that one? Because I was, I was actually trying to. I was, I was more intrigued about that one because I actually agree with what he's saying, but I need to know a little bit more context before I agree with him. Okay, so he was on uh, a podcast, and um, they were discussing multiple topics. It was uh the Von Cast, which is Von Miller's podcast. Yeah. And they were talking about just multiple topics. And he brought up how the NFL treats defensive players. And Stefan Diggs said, I don't think they care about y'all. And I could not disagree more. Be And it was brought up. This was brought up right after the Tom Brady, Grady Jarrett stuff. Right. And he was just basically saying, like, they, they don't care about NFL defenses. They don't put rules in to take care of y'all. They don't. You know what I mean? It was basically just that. When's the last time you've seen, and it has happened. I have seen it, but it's been a long time. When is the last time you've seen a defensive or an offensive player lower his head and slam at a defensive player and him get a penalty for it? Um, it's been a long recall, time. I can't recall it, it all. Was a, it, it, it hasn't happened since... In the first couple years that it uh, that that started, when you could hit people when they when it when it first started and they were first trying to throw this penalty, it was like maybe the second third year. I haven't seen it since then. They okay. don't call it, man. And so yeah, they don't care. They're putting all these plays in. You can't go high on a quarterback. You can't fall into his legs. You know what I mean? You can't land your body weight on him. You can't. Right, all these plays that are being put against you. You know, if the ball is thrown, do they get offensive passes? Defensive pass interference is called more than offensive. And let's be honest, if y'all are both, you know, fighting for the ball, it's happening on with both of y'all. Both of y'all are fighting for it. But majority of the pass interference is going to be defensive pass interference. Right? And it's not right. When's the last time you've seen the ball get overthrown the defense go to make a play on it, and the offense just jump up and knock it, you know, jump up. Not turn his head around and just jump up to shield him because he can't get the ball in time. Realizes it's overthrown, turns, looks at the receiver, the defender, 
and just jumps up to try to shield it. And when's the last time you've seen that call pass interference? You know what? You know, you know the the, the saying is that there's always holding on every play, right? Uh, mm-hmm. From the from the, the offensive line or defensive line. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing with offensive and defensive pass interference. There's always something going on there. Yes. So I I don't think they care about the defense either. I agree with you. It's 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 too much going on when you basically have to tuck quarterbacks in to sack them. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. It's it's just what are it's we ridiculous. playing? What are we what are we playing? Are we playing flag football? We played that. We might as well. The way that we play flag football in our intramurals, our intramural leagues, we're a lot more physical than what they want to do with the quarterbacks. I'm going to tell you what, if I got leveled at times because I went out, I was a receiver. You remember that one time that boy, that boy, I was balling on that boy and I kept talking trash to him? Mm-hmm. And that dude leveled me on the sideline next to the ref. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I fl- flipped me completely over. Had he hit me? Had I been a quarterback in the NFL and he hit me the way he hit me, that would have been a penalty. I yeah. mean, because I was running, bro, and he hit me so hard, I did a full flip and was on my back looking up, like, with my feet against the ref going, what? That was – and now he did get a penalty. But, I mean, I got leveled, bro. And it's like we got no pads on. You know how many times, like, I went home and my wife's like, God, Lee, I had bruises. I had to ice my calves. I mean, you know, I had issues where I got hurt out there. You know, you took cleats into your ankles. You twisted your ankle. You know what I mean? I got hit so hard I had to go sit out for a while. Like, I know I probably had a concussion. We had that stuff, and we're not doing doing this without pads. So, like. Yeah, like, I understand it. Like, I I, I understand protecting your investment, but at this point here, we're just tuck them in. I don't want to see that. I don't know. I don't think anybody does, man, and that's that's what's aggravating about it, so. Well, uh, what about Bama and Tennessee? What do you think about that game? I think Bama is finally ranked where they should be. I'll be honest with you. I haven't looked at the rankings since they come out. I, I think they're number why. six. I, you know what? I do think I remember seeing that they were number six. Yeah, yep, they're number, number six. six. Tennessee's number three. Ohio mm-hmm. State. So my personal opinion is I think uh, I think Tennessee is the top team in the country. I've been saying it for a couple weeks now. I think they're the top team in the country. Do I think they're going to be the top team at the end of the year? Not necessarily saying that. I'm talking about right now. Right now I think it's Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama. Those three are the clear-cut favorites. You to think me to Bama's be. over Ohio State? I do. I do. Wow. Okay. I mean, uh, I don't don't disagree with you there, but I think Ohio State is the fourth best team, um, with Michigan being right behind there. Uh, I did make a call that USC was better, and they lost. And you know, hey, maybe they still are better, but they lost. So it's. I I I don't think Michigan should be in the top. I don't think Michigan's going to beat Ohio State. That's going to get one of them. That's going to get you know answered. Um, We're going to know in a couple weeks. Who the best team in the country is? Yeah, I, I I think Tennessee's true test is seeing they got to go to the hedge and play the Bulldogs. Well, they I think they got a true test last week, and they beat and they and they they did it. They yeah. won. I think they're going to oh. get another true test when they go into Georgia. I think those three were the top teams in the country, and Tennessee's just shown we're better than Alabama. And who's next? Now it's like okay. You've shown that you're 
at least the second best team, in my opinion, in the country. Now, can you show me you are the number one team in the country? And honestly, I, I think both of those teams are going to be so good against each other that really it's going to come down to who plays, who makes the least amount of mistakes. I don't I think, think it's going to be. Who has, the last, who has the ball last, to be honest. Possibly that, too, but I think it's going to be, if you've got a team out there making stupid mistakes, stupid penalties, they're going to lose it. They're going to lose the game. And they may be the better team, but they will lose because you cannot, you're not going to be able to beat these teams making mistakes. With the caliber of players that both these teams have, you're not going to be able to win by making mistakes. So. That's my thoughts on that one, man. It was a great game, though. It was a great game. I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, uh, obviously, Tennessee has to get a new goalpost. So. <laughs> well, let's go into the uh, – let's now that we're done talking about the good, fun, nice topics, um, let's go into the the little bit darker, dirty topic here, and that's Dan Snyder and uh, – this man, this man's not a good person. I don't think, man. Honestly, um, I, I don't. I don't think so either. And if I may, um, it's, it's go for it. you. Go first. You go first. From Please what I'm, away. what I'm reading here is that they're trying to oust this man, and you know he's he's bucking on them, and he's like, well, if y'all are ousting me, I'm finna dirty. I'm finna air out everybody's laundry. Jerry Jones, to be specific. There are reports that are coming out that says that he has hired private investigators prior to this incident even happening mm -hmm. to ensure that he had dirt on player or on, on owners, owners and stuff like that. High executives, in, stuff like that. In case something like this happened. Mm -hmm. So for me, my issue with this whole ordeal goes beyond Mr. Snyder here. I don't even want to call him Mr. Snyder because I don't think he deserves that old Dan. Dapper Dan. <laughs> the bigger problem is, is that if he has all this dirt on owners, that lets me know that they know they're doing something like something's weird going on between these owners. Y'all know y'all are doing something wrong. And this man has actually come to the point where he's like, I'm going to get dirt on all of them now because if they're going to take my team away from me uh, from me i'll make sure their team gets taken away from them as well who was it jim ursay was the one that said something about it the colts oh. owner has come out to be the first one that says he is openly advocating for dan snyder to lose his team now he there probably, are reports that got all, the most dirt on him. there are reports that all people want him to go down uh and want him out that none of the owners like him there are reports about that obviously it's all hearsay uh, but you know, and there's let's not, let's let's not let's not misconstrue it. These NFL owners aren't you know Squeaky as a clean. whole as a whole they aren't running around being you know the nice perfect you know little choir boys. I mean, the Triple J owner, uh, I think he's Triple J owner, but the owner of the Browns, he's got DUIs, I believe. He's got dirt. Jim is for the owner of the Colts has got dirt on him. DUIs, I think. I mean, you know. There's there's all kind of stuff, man. There's all kind of stuff. I'm sure there's you know affairs. I'm sure there's you name it, man. 
These people aren't, you know, the the, the I'm not saying all of them are, right? Because I do think there's some good owners, but not all of them. Let's be honest, man. Let's be honest. You yeah, know, absolutely. So I get it, and I cannot fault him for fighting to keep his his team. I can't fault him. This does but, not excuse his behavior. I I do want to say all. that. Not at all. So I, but I cannot fault him for wanting to fight for it. So this is a developing story. Obviously, we're gonna see how this continues to play out. This is a developing story. So garbage. He is garbage. Yeah. So well, uh, tell you what. Let's recap the MLB, and hmm. then uh, yeah, and then we got some uh, topics that was uh, a topic that was voted for in Discord. And we'll go ahead and give our piece on that. So, obviously, the division series is officially over now that the Yankees and uh, the Guardians decided to quit, you know, postponing their game and finish it. <laughs> and, Come on, uh, man. <laughs> hey, man. Call what it is. So, um, this is pretty cool, man. Like, uh, so the number one and number two seed. On the um, AL side, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm watching this game. My bad. The <laughs> number one, number two seed. Yeah, the number one, number two seed won on theirs. So now they get to clash, right? Um, Houston swept Seattle, three nothing. Uh, we made a mistake last week. Just so everybody knows, we had a little uh, brain fart moment. Sorry, guys. It was best of five last week. I don't know why we were saying seven, so we we lost our mind there. Sorry about I, that. I believe it used to be seven, and then they reduced it because they were talking about how many games it was. Maybe. Because um, I thought it was seven. I've, but it's been – I only watch – I catch baseball games throughout the season, but and I follow stats, but I only watch it once the playoffs start. So um, – and then New York, they went – all five games, and they beat the Guardians. So the Yankees and Houston start their series tomorrow. And then uh, the number one and number two seed on the NL lost to the number five and number six seed. So we have the San Diego Padres advancing for the first time in 22 years, I think it was, 24, yeah. something like that. 20-plus years. I can't remember what the, the number exactly was. Um, it's one of the numbers I try to block out because obviously that's my team, and uh, they won three to one. And then you have the Phillies who also won three to one, beating the defending champs. So it's uh, pretty wild to see that how this all went down and how this happened. So I think it's pretty cool, man. Um, and now we got the San Diego Padres playing the Phillies, and one of them's going to be a Cinderella story and make it to the uh, to the World Series. So, so now that we've uh, got to here, Vince, first off, who makes it the World Series? Go right for gold. Who makes it the World Series? So, this reminds me here. Do you remember the last time the Phillies made the World Series? Nope. They played the Yankees. Oh. I don't know if you remember me talking about this maybe last episode, the, the episode before that. It broke my heart to watch them two play against each other. I believe the Phillies won. Yes, they did. It was bittersweet for me. However, 
I'm going since since the Dodgers are out. I'm going with the Padres to make it out of the NL, mm-hmm. and I'm going with the Astros still. I'm sticking to what I said. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know back down from what I said earlier. I think the Astros are the better team, even though they're cheaters. I believe that they'll make it out of the AL. And I think that the Padres, even though, you know, you got the Phillies are hot right now. They're 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 hot at the right time. So are the Padres. But That's all that matters. Yeah, that's that that's really all that matters. Um so I think I think the Padres will take it. I think the Padres will win win in six. And I in, think in that, the world in the World Series or in this against the Phillies? In against the Phillies, I think they win in okay. six to make it to the World Series, and I think that the Astros win in five. And I have the Astros win in the World Series. Well, let's hope not. Um, I hope so not since, you're, since you're talking about who recently or who they last made it, the uh, the last time the Padres made the World Series was 1998, and they played the Yankees. So back when Tony Gwynn was playing, I believe so. Yeah, the Yankees swept them. So, um, so I I'm gonna go with Padres beating the Phillies. Uh, I'm gonna give it all seven games. I'm gonna give it all seven games. Um, Padres beat Phillies, and then I'm gonna say Yankees and Astros, and I'm going to give it six games. But I'm going to say that the Yankees find a way to squeak it out in six. So I'm going to say rematch of 98, Yankees and Padres. And I'm going to just, I'm going to pick my Padres to win it all. I mean, I'm not going to root against them. They're looking good. They are down this game. But hey, it's one game, best of seven series. So I'm not going to trip. You go down two, I'm going to start worrying. But. You go down one, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So that's my take on it. Fair enough. No, no, no. I, 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 who I want to see, I want to see Yankees and Phillies. But we're, we're let's just be honest here. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think that both of them are gonna make it. If any of them make it, in my opinion. Who knows, man? There's still, uh, there's still a lot of games to be played. You know? Yes, yes, it is. So either way, man, Phillies. Padres, no matter who makes it, it's a Cinderella story for either franchise because they obviously were not supposed to be there. So uh, I'm, I'm happy for either one of the franchises that makes it. Obviously, I wanted my Padres to go. Um, as long as the Astros don't win at all, I'll be okay. I really don't want the Yankees to win at all. But at the same time, as long as the Astros don't win. So... Well, that is my recap, uh, or well, the MLB recap and my thoughts on everything. Mm-hmm. So now everybody's been waiting. Everybody asked for this, and here we are in the Discord. Vince, you've seen it. We threw a, a, a poll up there and threw up some topics. And one of the topics was our top three athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, this is a hard thing to do, right? Because what makes them the greatest athlete is different to each person. But this is not a 100% unbiased, 
but more we Oh, my bias is hell. Well, I'm sure you're putting some facts with it, though. You know what I mean? If you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell you my the best football player ever was Michael Vick. You know what I mean? Because that's my favorite football player ever. The stuff he did was electric, you know? But, but they so, asked us what our favorite or our greatest of all time was. Hey, they maybe they did. What, you know, it's, it's – it's, I mean, trust me. Like, I, there's, there's some merit behind who I choose here, but – It is. It is. It, it's yours. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to debate it with you, and I expect you to probably debate mine too and uh, and argue and whatever. But if you come up to me and tell you Tim Tebow is the best quarterback ever, or best, one of the greatest athletes, I'm going to argue with you. Some no, people it's, would, it's Carson Wentz. Yeah, see, I'm going to argue with you. So, <laughs> Well, first off, Vince, I know you said you had an honorable mention. I do too. Um I will go ahead and let you give your honorable mention first. I actually have two, but I'll let you give your honorable mention first. My honorable mention is Tiger Woods. That's crazy you say that because I was actually talking to Boston Dave about this earlier, and I was like, man, I got a, I said, I got a segment, blah, blah, come up, and he goes, how long do you got? And I'm like, bro, I'm struggling. I got it down to a bunch of people. And he's like, uh, okay. And so he threw out Tiger Woods, and I was like, golly, I didn't think of that one. So <laughs> – that was not in my arguable mention or honorable mention, but that is a good uh, argument there. My two were Wayne Gretzky, um, because just the accolades he has, it's hard to argue otherwise, and uh, Muhammad Ali. Those okay. were my honorable mention. I love me some Muhammad Ali. I think he's very inspirational to a lot of people. So, um, but. Coming in third for me, I'll go ahead first. Coming in third for me was Mr. Iron Mike, Mike Tyson. That was my third best athlete. And here's why I picked him, Vince. Uh, first off, the man went pro at 18 years old, right? Mm-hmm. He took 15 fights in his very first year. And out of his first 28 fights, 26 of them were TKOs or KOs. And 16 of them were in the first round. He was, he's five foot 11. And he's, uh, I think it was 215 pounds. This dude is not your traditional heavyweight build, and he is knocking out heavyweights. He's a small dude, bro. He's my size. He's my size getting into the ring right now. Like, that is me. 200, I'm 205, 210, somewhere in there. So he is, if I put about five more pounds of muscle on, that's me stepping in the ring. That's me. He was champ at 20 years old in four months at the time. That was the youngest heavyweight champion in boxing history. Uh, He had over uh, he had 58 fights, 150 of them, 44 of them were knockouts, multiple title defenses. A lot of his, a couple of his losses came at the end of his career, man. Um, And now I know he had some questionable stuff, right? Um, Off the off the uh, or out of the ring, he, he had a rough. Time, man. He had charges. He had this and that, but nobody came in, and we've not seen domination in boxing like that to that level ever since. The the most you could say is Dante Wilder because he knocking people out, but it's like, yeah, but you weren't knocking people out left and right in the first round, bro. This dude oh. was doing. This dude was knocking people out in the first round. Within 30 seconds of the fight, you step in the fight, you ain't even started sweating yet, and you don't know where you're at. 
It's one of those bad things. Yeah, yeah, like you go in the kitchen and, and go grab the popcorn, and you come back, the fight's over. Mm-hmm. With. Yeah. So that's why I have him my third greatest athlete because of the level of domination that he came in and, and did. Yes. Okay. What's your thoughts on that? You like it? You like it? I, you I, buying I, or selling? I, I wouldn't put Mike at my third, but I understand yours. He, he like, you know, it's crazy. I just heard a story earlier. And I'm not going to repeat the story, but it's if you you have a chance, look at the story that uh, Fat Joe talked about his encounter um, with Mike. It was it was uh, Fat Joe and Big Pun. They were at a um, they're at like a gathering of some sort, mm-hmm. and there was an altercation between Fat Joe and Big Pun with the bouncers or whatever. And Mike just just got out of jail and just happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, and and just 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 look it up. It's but like it, it's it's Mike, you know. Um, uh, long story short, um, Fat Joe said that. When it was all said and done, Mike was chasing one of the bouncers around a car twenty times. Around the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I yep. said, he had a rough life outside the ring, man. But yes, absolutely. I like old Mike. I, I like Mike. He he talks like this and he's got a list, but he'll put you on your ass. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> put you right so, on your butt. Uh huh. Sit down. All right. All well, right. who you got number three then? Since uh, I have since you went that Mike in there. I have Serena Williams. Serena okay. Williams is my is my my third. Um, she has thirty nine total um, major titles. Okay. Twenty three twenty three in single, fourteen in women's doubles, and two in mixed doubles. This girl, this woman, excuse me. She all woman. You better all put woman. some respect on her name. All woman. All woman. Uh, she in her prime. Could beat some of the lower level men in a tennis match. That girl's dangerous. So I've never watched tennis a whole lot. I have followed it a little bit, but never really watched it. Um, I'm gonna say she may have been able to be compete with top level males. Really? I'm gonna I was I wasn't gonna go that far, but I mean, she, I'm not she... gonna I'm not gonna take anything away from her. I, I I've never seen her do it, right? And I've never seen some of these males, but. I do know that I had seen her embarrass some big name star females. So I feel like if you can embarrass big name stars, you could probably do the th- same thing to some males. I'll put it to you in this aspect. I used to play tennis whenever I was a little younger. Serena Williams' fastest serve was 128 miles per hour. That's nuts. Yes, here's an interesting stat. Um, as of recently in 2021, her fastest serve during the Australian Open, which was 125.5, equaled Rafael Nadal's fastest serve in the same tournament and was the fastest than that of 52 men in the event. There you go. Well, I mean, it's the sheer domination is hard to argue Right, mm-hmm. I I I could probably put her in my top ten for sure. I'd be yeah. hard pressed to find ten people 
off the top of my head to put in front of her. I, I, I don't think I would put her in my number three, but this is this is why it's your list and not mine. So who do you got who you got second? I have Wayne Gretzky. Okay. All right. Have, well that was my honorable mention, so why do you have a Mr. Wayne Gretzky? Well, he played for twenty seasons, so longevity is a is a thing there, and hockey is a very physical sport. I think me and you both can agree to that. Yes, I love me some hockey. Let's go Tampa Bay. Ended his career with a little bit short of nine hundred goals. Had four Stanley Cup. Um won won four Stanley Cups here and and was inducted into the Hall of Fame in ninety nine. Um he played I think it was all but of like maybe two or three seasons. Oh no no no, no. I'm sorry, excuse me. I'll I'll retract my statement on there. I, I misquoted there. So he won all of his Stanley Cups with the Edmonton Oilers. He won all of them with them. How many, MV- he, how many MVPs does he have? MVPs? Mm-hmm. Nine. Yes, sir. You know, it's... it's Total domination. That's dominance. That's dominance. And, and everybody's going to say, well, Bill Russell did this. and Bill Russell, Bill Russell did it. Did the stats he did. No one's taking anything from him. But he did it in a time period where the the... Athletic ability of his competition was not to level, and that was a star-studded team. Yes, he's a big Wayne, fish in a little pond. Yes, Wayne Gretzky did it in a. To me, I think <laughs> sports really took off in the eighties. Like, no, don't get me wrong. The seventies are not bad time period for sports, but I think they really became more competitive in the eighties, nineties, and now today, because now we have people that literally their sole purpose and job is to train these people. I don't think there was a lot of that going on back in the 70s, 60s. You know what I mean? These Some of these people had to own their own professions. There wasn't enough money made in these sports to keep you going and stuff. So I definitely think Wayne Gretzky, bro, I looked at it the other day because I was going to try to put a hockey fact, out, a hockey fact out, and bro, I was struggling. Wayne Gretzky literally owns an ungodly amount of records still to this day mm-hmm. in hockey. So I – uh. I can't argue with that one because I tossed him around a little bit to put in my group, so I can't argue with that one. However, I am going to say that I have number two, Mr. Michael Phelps. Oh, my God. That freak. Total freakish guy. Utter domination. Domination. The man competed in four different Olympics, and for you that don't track it, the Olympics only comes once every four years. The man has (laughs) years. 28 medals for the Olympics alone. 23 gold, 3 silver, 2 bronze. Every event that this man competed in, he's won a gold medal at. Now, that's not saying he's won, obviously, every time. But all the different types of events in swimming, relays, you know, this and that, he's won a gold medal in. He's won a gold in everything. Everything he's got in, he's won. And so then I looked, he's also total won 83 medals across the Olympics, the World Championships, and the Pan Pacific Championships. 83 medals, dude. And it was like, I think it was 60-something were gold. Now, this isn't like, hey, I'm the best guy in the NFL in North America, you know, in, in America. I'm the best, you know, Whatever this, this dude is competing against every other country in the world. They're putting their best swimmers against him, and he's beating them. 
That and doing it year in, year out. There's no other way to show dominance. I mean, he literally walked in four different Olympics and just said, Give me the gold, they're mine. So that is who I have as my number two. Because just sheer dominance, man. Like it's it people are gonna say, Well, it's swimming, it's swimming. I'm gonna tell you what, I'm not very fast at swimming and I try. This dude's setting world records, so yeah, I, I, I'm not a I'm not a fish in the water. I can I can get by, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm no. I Michael make it happen. Huff. I love to swim, but I ain't like that, dude. Dude, flying. So yeah. that that's who my number two is. So how do you feel about that one? Because I ain't heard you mention him. What you think about that? I have no I have no complaints about that one. He's he's he would be one of my honorable mentions. I actually he didn't cross my mind to be honest. Um, to, well, it, most most people think of sports. You know, what I mean, like, uh, not that swim is not a sport, but they think of like football, basketball, baseball, hockey, you know, tennis, stuff like that. Not right. something that comes around once every four years. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it, it, it's, it's. I hate to put it this way. It's easy to overshadow or, or overlook it, but when you bring it up, you can't deny it. He only gets one. He only gets one chance every four years to show that he's the best, yep. and he he succeeds. He actually holds the record for most gold medals in Olympics at eight. All right. So, yep. So before, because now we don't know. Just so everybody knows, neither one of us knew what our team. Number ones, number twos, number threes were. Nobody knew. We didn't. We didn't pre-discuss this, so nobody on either one of our side has any clue who's going to be number one. But I have, a, I have a feeling that we have the same. One. I do too. I do too. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you before we even get there: Is Michael Jordan your number one? Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That is my number one as well. Um. And I'll, I'll tell you my little piece, and then I'll let you dig deeper because I know you. this is your realm. Basketball is your realm. So Michael Jordan, six-time NBA champ, six-time final champ, five-time MVP, defensive player of the year, rookie of the year. He was an NCAA basketball champ, a national college player of the year. The, the, the guy has won accolade after accolade after accolade. Did you a slam dunk champ? I did not put that one on there. Yes, sir. Dominique uh, Wilkins, one of the best slam dunk competitions ever. And he walked away from the sport in his prime. And the Bulls did not win. And then he came back and said, let's do it again. And won three more championships back to back to back. After, so he won three, 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 or one, two, three, rolled out, and then came back and did it again. And, And arguably one of the, to me, one of the most competitive Errors in basketball history, and everybody's gonna say, "Well, the the competition level is really high this this now." I I do think that the competition level is high. I do think it's not gonna ever go down per se, right? We may have moments where it's not as competitive, but not like down down. But uh, there was a killer drive to these kids back then. These dudes wanted to; they were going for blood. That's not we talked about this before, Vince. This is not a league that's like that anymore. No, it's, it's not. We're all friends. They were not friends back then. They are still not friends in their 60s nowadays. 
You know what I mean? 50s, 60s. They don't like each other. They haven't played ball against each other in almost 30 years and still don't like each other. This stuff does not go away. And the dude was just on the court. If he wanted to do it, he did it. And there was nothing you could do to him. You couldn't stop him. So that is my number one. I said, like I said, I knew. Um, I had a feeling when you did honorable mention him that that was probably your number one too. Go ahead and tell me your piece. Why is he your number one? Uh, it's not even a stat thing. It's just the eye test for me. I grew up watching this man dominate teams. There, there wasn't, I'll say this with full confidence, there was not one time when I watched Michael Jordan take a shot and I didn't think it was going in. Like, I, I, every shot that he took, I thought it was going in. He was that good. Mm-hmm. There was nothing you could do to him. It, 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 and he was petty. <laughs> oh, your middle name. Yeah, he was petty. I, I, I mean, I'll give you an example. When they played the Seattle Supersonics back in the days, George Carl was the coach for the Sonics at the time. And Jordan went to a dinner, and George Carl was there. Uh, what's his name? Ahmad Rashad was the reporter. Michael Jordan was sitting with Ahmad Rashad and was just having dinner or whatever. George Carl walks by, doesn't say anything to Mike. Mike took took offense. He took it personal. He took it (laughs) personal. Then George Cole did not say anything to him and then proceeded. I think they won in six that that year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They they won in six, you know. And, and, you know, George Cole decided to put Gary Payton on on Jordan, which was – it. you didn't – he didn't stop him. He contained him. But, I mean, if you call 30 points containing, then that just explains how – how great Michael Jordan is. So that that is all in a nutshell for me. He is the greatest player to ever play the sport of basketball. Hands down. Sucked at I golf in baseball. But I think you he's know, the greatest I think he's the greatest sports athlete ever. I I, I agree too. You know? Um and I don't you even know. think he necessarily sucked at baseball, golf. I just don't Oh no, think he sucked he, at golf. So I never watched him play golf, but I do know that he likes to gamble on golf games. But, you know, I don't think necessarily he sucked, per se. He's an athletic freak, but I just don't think he, he – nothing's going to compare to what he could do on a basketball court. Yeah. And, um, and let's, let's, let's stop the whole, the, the whole thing of LeBron has a better fan base. You do realize social media surge didn't boom until, hell, I think we were out of freaking high school. Facebook so, was there when I was in high school, so it was. I don't know if you remember, right? But it was all these little things like Zanga. Zanga was big right when I got into high school. Yeah. Um, and then MySpace was there, kind of crushing out Zanga. Tom's and still then, my uh, friend to this day. Yeah, Tom. Tom, me and Tom are uh, one of my longest uh, friendships. Yeah. And then, um, and then you know, then it went from that to Facebook has kind of was just taking off and starting, and. Uh, but it was not to the level. A lot of people didn't even have Facebook, man. You right. know what I mean? And it's not to the level that it is now. Because um, I graduated the very first iPhone was coming out. So now oh, we're on like oh. iPhone 37. Yeah. So, you know, that's just, that's just, hey, just 
was the time frame. It is what it is type thing. Yeah, but, um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just different, man. And there's so many people that are, there's so many ways to get stats out and put this and do that, analytics for this, analytics for that, and blah, blah, blah. There's stuff that was not out there for Michael Jordan. But I'm going to tell you what, LeBron, I'm not taking anything from LeBron, right? I do. I'm not a fan of LeBron. LeBron in his prime was a very, was a force to be reckoned with. Let's, I'm going to go ahead and give the man his props. He is one of the greatest basketball players to ever play. Mm-hmm. But he's not the greatest. No, he's not. And a lot of people are quick to forget greatness when it's not in front of your face. So, 10, 15 years from now, when Tom Brady finally retires for the final time, 10 years <laughs> after that, people will be talking about the next quarterback coming to Mahomes. Is he better than Brady? People are already trying to do that now. You know what I mean? It's always going to happen because it's not in your face. So Yeah. And, and that is that. So... Right, we'll have to figure out some more topics and throw in the Discord so more people can vote on it. Hey, everybody got to get in our Discord so you can help uh, influence the show and put out there what you want to hear. So, Well, Vince, we're going to roll in now to our games to watch. You want to do uh, NCAA first since it's uh, coming up first? Uh, why not? All right. You want me to go or you want to go? Yeah, go ahead and go. Go ahead and run one. All right, man. So I have actually a lot of games that I'm interested in seeing, per se. Um, actually, I have six, to be honest with you. But the one that intrigues me the most is Texas and Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, with a close second of UCLA and Oregon, but... I think Texas and Oklahoma State, I, I think Texas is better than 22nd. I really do, especially with their quarterback back. And I think Texas is going to upset the number eight team in <coughs> in the uh, college world. So, Okay. Um, I think UCLA is going to get their first real test. I don't think Oregon is this great team, but I think Oregon can upset UCLA or at least – Give them their first real test that I can think of. All right. So okay. what you got? Who you got? Well, UCLA and um, UCLA and Oregon was actually one of the I was looking at. However, I'm going to go with Syracuse and Clemson as well. I think this is, should be a very good game. I do think Clemson will pull this one out. But it's nice to see that there are some competitive teams in the ACC so that Clemson can just not – you know, take the reins, you know, just off of sheer merit from previous years. Yeah. I uh, I also think this one is not at two ranked teams going at it, but I also think number nine, Ole Miss, and LSU, that's going to be one. They're going into LSU. I honestly don't think LSU is as bad as they're – people think they're bad, right, because they got beat down by Tennessee, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I think – Correct me if I'm wrong, but LSU's only a two-loss team, I believe. Yes, that's correct. They're only a two-loss team. And um, I can't for the life of me remember who else they lost to. Um, But, let's see here. 
They lost to Tennessee, and they got beat 40-13, to so obviously they got spanked. And then they lost, that's right, they lost their season opener to FSU 24-23. to But if you look at their game since then, man, they came in, they spanked this team called Southern, whoever that is, 65-17, Mississippi State, they beat them 31-16, New Mexico 38-0, Auburn 21-17, Florida 45-35, I I think that for and it's the whole thing when I said when FSU is going to play Clemson, this game is going to be closer than it probably should be because they're going to come out and they're going to play them tough and where let's be honest Clemson should have blown out FSU, mm-hmm. they did not. Um, FSU hung around and Clemson only won by six points. And, yes, 14 of the points were scored in the fourth quarter, blah, blah, blah. But Clemson should not have been this close with FSU. They were only favored by four and a half points, but let's be honest, man. FSU wasn't ranked. You were the fifth team in the country this time. That should not have been that close, and it was. So everybody kind of knew that that was going to be one of the ones that's like, this one's going to be close. And I think that the LSU and Ole Miss game is going to be the same. LSU is actually favored by one and a half points against the seventh team in the country. So this should be interesting, though. I think that's going to be an interesting one, man. So what? uh, Who do you got for NFL? Uh, NFL. I only got one game that I'm really looking. I, I don't. I think this was probably going to be a little grim here. It's not really that many exciting games going on. No, nah, the matchups aren't really there like last week. No, I, I got the Colts and the Titans, but I actually have the Colts winning the, this game. Matt Ryan looked good last week, man. Yeah, I think I think the Colts win this one. I, I'm 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 going to go with the Colts, but I think that's going to be a good game. Derek Henry's not really having a great year. He's having a decent year, but you know. You got Ryan Tannehill back there. Yeah. He, he knows his days are numbered. So, I mean, I, I think that'd probably be a game to watch. Okay, well, that is a um, – that's an AFC South matchup there, and winner of that takes the division lead. So, that's a that's a nice one there. That's a nice one to kind of put out there. So, um, I actually had the Falcons head to the Bengals to play. I think this is a big, crucial matchup for both because right now both those teams are second in their division. The Bucks hold the tiebreaker right now over the Falcons, and the Ravens hold the tiebreaker over the Bengals. This game will – will, one of these teams right now, they're both 3-3. Three and three. The Bucks and the Ravens are also 3-3, three and three, so everybody's 500 here. This game is going to decide who's really – starting to take that leap to try to take over their division. Um, and it's going to put the pressure on the Bucks, who unfortunately are playing the Carolina Panthers. And I don't think Carolina is that good, but, I mean, this is an interconference. Um, or they don't even know who their quarterback's going to be this yeah. week, bro. Well, this is an interdivision game, though, so it – I mean, Darnold's hurt. Uh, Baker Mayfield's hurt, and so is I think what's Walker or what his name is. They the, all three of their quarterbacks are hurt. I mean, I get it, but this is uh this is in a conference or in. Jeez, why do I keep saying that interdivision game? So 
I, no, I well, maybe, maybe they'll get Robbie time. Anderson back and he can play quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he'll be balling out. Um, and Baltimore's playing Cleveland, so I, I like the I like the chances um, for for both teams. I think my Falcons go in there and and put it on the Bengals and upset the Bengals. Um, I think that the the Falcons' pass rush has been getting better each week. I've been watching it. Um, I'm not going to say it's the greatest pass rush out there because obviously there are better ones, but it's been getting better each week. So you put that up against a line that doesn't know how to protect Joe Burrows. Um, now what I did see, what it did just hurt us is uh, Hayward just got put on IRR. Right. So, so that's going to hurt us. That's going to put um, A.J. Terrell covering Chase for the most part. Um, but we did have another rookie corner step – or not a rookie, but another backup corner step in when, when Hayward went down there in this game, and the kid balled out. The kid knew they were going to target him. They, of course, did, and he showed out. Like, So I like the ability for – the Falcons to win this one and advance to four and three. Okay. So I think All that's right. going to be my game to watch in the NFL. So, yes, sir. So, well, stats. Do you got them? I have a stat. I have an interesting fact that I didn't even know about this. And this is basketball related in honor of the start of the NBA season here. Mm-hmm. Did you know? The Philadelphia 76ers is the oldest franchise in the NBA. Uh, wouldn't you have to have another franchise, though, too? Yes, this is correct. So, obviously, they were named after the Declaration of Independence that was signed in 1776. The team yeah. was founded in 1939 in Syracuse, New York, as the Nationals, but perhaps was better known as the Nats. But I did not know... That they were, they were the oldest franchise. You know, it. You got what? I think it's one championship. Oh, they have three. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't want to misquote them there. But they have three championships. But they are the oldest franchise in NBA history, hmm. which is kind of sad. Because what the Lakers have, like what in the, they're in the twenties or something like that now with championships. <sighs> I don't even know. They got more championships, and I got fingers. Yeah, exactly. I you figured know. how to count that high if I ain't got fingers for it. I'm saying, I mean, it's but this is an interesting fact. I didn't, I did not know. I'm looking at Charles Barkley's ugly face right now on my computer. Oh, well, I'm watching my Padres in the top of the night try to do something. So we got to have two runs in this final inning or we lose. So, um, well, I got a stat for you, and so here you go. Only three teams have never led the NFL in points scored at the end of a season. The Houston Texans, who have been around since 2002. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who have been around since 1995, so seven years more than that. Mm -hmm. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have been around since 1976. Almost 50 years. Good God. Almost 50 years, and you have not been able to lead points and points scored once? That's... <laughs> I mean, every other franchise, bro, 
every other franchise. Now, some of these are way old, right? Obviously. Yeah. But every every other franchise has led but you. Is it safe to say mediocre? Yeah. I mean, they got two championships, but yes, mediocre. Do you know the Houston Texans are the only team in NFL history to never lead or never be number one in points scored or points allowed defensively? 20 years, they've never led in either one of those columns. Even with J.J. Watt? Even with J.J. Watt, never been number one either one. They're the only team in the NFL that has never been one in at least one of those categories. The Jaguars and the Buccaneers have had the number one defense as far as points scored allowed, or points allowed, have been the number one defense in that category at least once. Interesting. Yep. Yep. So, that is my stat of the week. So, well, man, another show. Uh... It's fun, man. I don't know how else to put it. I'm enjoying this. So, yeah, enjoying this little ride we're on. Um, our social medias are starting to get more and more of a following. We're getting a couple more listeners, it seems like, each week. So, that's nice. Um, yeah, man. Things are things are going good. I mean, not for my Padres. We're in the bottom of the ninth now. So, we got to score two <laughs> runs before they score three outs. So, not a good look. But, hey, we'll see what happens. But, you know. Besides that, man, things are going good. I'm enjoying all this. A lot of sports on there. So, do you uh, you got anybody to shout out right now? Our Discord. Thank you for for keeping it live and active. Um, yeah. The and that goes for the the good talks, the the, the heavy debates, and the head scratchers. Uh, but uh, we thank you for all of your comments and your input on things. Um, and, and, and thinking of ways to keep this lively for us. So we, I, I definitely want to give a shout out to y'all. Yeah, definitely, man, because, uh, there's some active people and there is some stuff that I'm, I don't agree with, but that's the great thing about sports, man, is there's stuff that we're not going to agree with. There's stuff that, you know, I'm not going to like, but as long as we can all keep it respectful and understand that this is what sports are great. So many different people, so many different opinions, so many different stats, People judge them and weigh them differently. Like it's definitely fun, uh, and I definitely have enjoyed the Discord as well. So, um, yeah, man, it, things are things are good. Things are good. I'm enjoying it all. I don't really per se have any shout outs this week. I just want to say thank you for everybody that listens uh, and continues to actively give input. You know, we're getting some some feedback about the show, um, and that's awesome. So, thank you. Continue to follow all our social medias because we drop stats every day. Some days we're feeling good and we drop multiple stats. So we get breaking news on there. We share stuff. So, uh, you know, we're a small-time news sports outlet. So check us out. But, well, Vince, if you got nothing, then I got nothing. No, sir, I'm good on this front. All right, well, with that, man, hey, appreciate everybody. Appreciate you taking your time to stop, listen to the show, check us out. Hey, share us, tell your friends about us, keep us engaged. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Reach out to us. We are down to talk to people and see if you're a fit. If you just want to talk about certain subjects, maybe you're not a, a, 
an all sports around person. I'm not. I'm learning more and more about sports. It just is what it is, right? You 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 step out your comfort zone a little bit. But if you only want to be your comfort zone and it's only baseball or it's only hockey or it's only whatever, hey man, jump in there. We'll get you on the show. We'll gladly talk out there. So just let us know. And uh, again, like I said, appreciate everybody. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. So, all right, Vince. Well, I got nothing. You got nothing. We are done. Thank you. And until next week, see ya. Peace.